Hadley Robinson. And I'm Chris Erickson. This is No More Covers, a podcast where we learn about songwriting by making ourselves do it, even when we don't really know how. Welcome back, listeners. On our podcast, we choose a theme each month, and then we each write a song based around that theme, and then we talk about it here. The theme this month was... And... <laughs> yeah, uh, this was sort of a natural theme because this year, our 12th and final episode represents the end of this project. What did this theme bring up for you, Chris? How are you thinking about endings? I was thinking a lot about how I think endings can be really hard. And so I find myself when I'm ending like a good book or a TV show, I actually like slow down or like kind of stop for a while. Um, especially with TV shows, I'll get towards the end and like the second to last episode, I'll just like stop watching for like weeks because oh I don't gosh. want it to end. You don't want to exist in a world where you can't watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and even with a good book, right? Like sometimes I'll get to the last 20 pages and I'm like, I don't want this like journey to end. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, it's kind of a way to postpone things a little bit and slow things down and maybe reflect a little bit on you know, why something is so great. I can see that. Like when you know the end is near, there's kind of a change in mentality and we try and play with time a little bit, you know, yeah, to draw things out or, you know, on the other hand, maybe speed things up. I sometimes have kind of like preliminary nostalgia when things are coming to an end. Like if it's the end of a vacation or like a fun weekend with a bunch of friends or something, I, I start to like already be like sad that it's, gonna mm-hmm. be over like an art i can already see myself like looking back on this time you know what i mean yeah and sometimes that can really take you out of the moment where you're then focused on and maybe worried about something ending as opposed to enjoying all of those moments um and i find that that's something that i have to kind of correct myself with so that i really do enjoy all of that time absolutely then there's kind of the other side which is like when there's something that you want to be over and and like mm-hmm. an end can represent like a feeling of relief, you know, and I find that a lot in like work for me, like when I'm done with a story, it feels really nice when it's over. But I guess that comes when things are really hard, whether it's a hard conversation or like some kind of hard task, then it's like, I can't wait till the end. For me, the ending of the school year is always that moment where you're like, okay, I made it like it's now time to like relax and to to celebrate being done with something totally. and feeling that sense of accomplishment too. All right, so uh, I'm ready to share what we came up with. Time to flip that coin, gonna flip that coin, flip that coin. Time to flip that coin, gonna flip that coin, flip that coin. Wow, he did it. He finally got us a coin flip song. We did it, everyone. Yeah, I think you needed an end to really like get motivated here, you know? Totally, right? Like this was the last chance to really yep. get a coin flip song. So And thank God we have one. Yeah. <laughs> needed it. Just a little extra pizzazz. Yeah. Chris, will it be heads or tails? One, two, three. Tails. Chris. What was it? It's heads. Which means that you go first, right? Okay. My song is called The Weight. My whole life I've been looking for love. A strike with lightning set from above. But it keeps not coming. It keeps not working for me. 
inside to see what's wrong. All I found was another song. It's like my mind's on repeat and the record's scratching up the beat. I'm tired of waiting, I want some company I'm tired of waiting, could you be my destiny? It's going at it solo, better than a broken heart Be careful what you wish for, the end is just another star In the forest I'll try to find a way to calm my anxious mind. I can feel the breeze, I can feel the earth under my feet. Now I move to the beat of my breath. Dance until I've got nothing left. I've got no control here, I got no place. Popstar Hadley. <laughs> we were just talking about like this is the one that you're gonna make a music video for, with lots of like yeah. flipping around and looking into the camera. Yeah, I think it's the only option. So Hadley, how did the theme inspire the song for you? Um, I definitely wrote here about something that I want to end, and you know I sort of centered the lyrics and stuff around romance and love, but I was also thinking a lot about waiting for the end of the pandemic, feeling in this waiting state right now and 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 feeling really exhausted by how long it's taking and how hard it is to be patient and and like how much I want I'm tired of waiting, you know, and can this thing just freaking end? <laughs> yeah, there's kind of little we can do about some of these things, especially during this time, you know, yeah. with pandemic. And you kind of allude to that with the loss of control. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think that's what makes waiting so hard. You can't really shorten the time. You know, you just have to kind of try and make the best use of it. And I think I usually try and do that, but then there's days where it's just like I'm super over it and and the waiting feels like much more painful. Yeah. Here we've got this example of you know, that longing for something to be done and over and something that just seems to go on forever. Right. So, Hadley, this is really different musically than anything you've done so far. Listeners, you can't see this, but Hadley's face is covered in glitter and she is 
pop starred out right now. I think this might be your first song with no guitar. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely a challenge to not use a guitar. And yeah, I want. I was going for a little bit of a poppier sound. Knowing that it was the last song, I think I kind of put some pressure on myself to try and do something different because I feel like I've gotten really comfortable with the folk guitar type of song. Yeah. And I've just been like listening to a lot of like female vocalists uh, you know, with kind of like electronic stuff in the background. And, you know, I started, I decided I wanted to do something kind of in this like emo romantic dance genre. Ah, yes. The emo rom dance genre, as it's known in the industry, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like a tongue twister. Emo rom dance genre. Actually, it doesn't flow off the tongue very well. It's really hard. So maybe I need to change my <laughs> change my style here. My pop my pop future depends on it. Yeah. Inventing well, this you could take the you could take the letters E R D G. I think just E R D. E R D. Yeah. Or yeah. er, Erd. <laughs> Did you hear the new Erd track? <laughs> what kind of music do they play at that club? Erd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to keep it simple and have some like yeah. my voice and some drum beats as like the primary elements. But then I did have to like add, I you know I kind of wrote the melody on my, on the piano. And I had mm-hmm. to keep that in because that's the only way like I can stay on key. <laughs> and the last thing I'll say on kind of deciding on this style, I don't know, this was kind of scary feelings and words for me to share because I felt like I'm just like really putting myself out there with with my feelings and, and you know, it's a little embarrassing. So I think I thought maybe having it be like more upbeat and using drums would help like lighten that or covered a little mm. for me or something if that makes sense that's been the big thing about this project for me is like it really is one of the more vulnerable things i've ever done you know i feel like putting myself out there in this way not only just like musically and not like necessarily like feeling like i have i know what i'm doing but also just like mm-hmm. sharing really personal stuff yeah. um and and i've been kind of like trying to tell myself because like I, I wrote these words and then it's sort of always like tons of doubts like i'm like oh am i really gonna like say this and like people are gonna hear it and right. you know and i just trying to tell myself like if you yeah. feel scared to put it out there it probably means you should the feedback i've gotten kind of from friends and stuff is that like usually that stuff is the stuff that people connect with the most you know yeah i think you get at you know, that raw emotion and something really real. And I think that's an important piece. You know, even when I was working on my song and I texted you and I was like, I'm really struggling with the lyrics. And you were like, you just have to get at like what's real and, you know, be honest in those lyrics. Mm. And that really helped me to kind of open up and not have that barrier yeah. um, to write something that feels really true and real. And I think you're right. People connect with that. Yeah, for sure. You know, even as you were talking, Hadley, I was thinking about that idea of like vulnerable content. It made me think of Robin's song, Call Your Girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, where it's like this moment where it's like, what, is, what are the lyrics? Call Your Girlfriend. Yeah, can we do a little? It's Say it's not her fault. fault. Yeah, that's it. No, no, no. What's the next line? I got somebody, I somebody new. new. Yeah. Right? Like, there's an element there of, like, something that I think everyone can connect with, you know, feeling you're either breaking up with someone or you're the one who's getting broken up with. And there's something really real and true about that feeling or emotion that I think a lot of people can connect with. Right. These are universal feelings. But they're also embarrassing, you know, or like, you don't, you're yeah. not necessarily proud of them, right? So it's like, yeah. are, it's hard to share, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So Hadley, one of my favorite parts of the song are the lines where you're talking about music. And it sounds like there's a scene where you're dancing and the lines are, I got no control, I got no place to be. Like, what emotion were you trying to capture in that moment? I thought it was like you on like, 
you know, the dance floor and kind of dancing it out. And so I just wondered, like, what you were trying to do with that image or that moment. I think that, like, I got no control just felt like a really natural thing to say. The The first verse was kind of like setting up the problem a little bit and then moving into, like, sort of what you do. Now I move to the beat of my breath, like, kind of all you can do mm-hmm. is breathe in, breathe out. Like, talk about, like, trying to stay in the mm-hmm. now. It's like, yeah, yeah I, that, I, I think because I think like your breath can anchor you, you know? Yeah. And like and then thinking I've got no control. I mm-hmm. might as well just like keep breathing in and out. Like I can't. It's kind of like that idea of like not being able to like really change time or like change your circumstance. Yeah. So be in the in the moment like now. Yeah. I, you know, even as you're talking, I was thinking about giving into something and being like, I'm just going to have fun. Right. Like there's nothing I can really do to control what's going to happen. And so. Why not dance things out and, like, you know, have fun on the dance floor? Oh, yeah. All right, Chris. My song is called No More Covers. Ooh. What we're doing that? Well, no, we're going back. And we're going to medley in. Okay. You weren't listening to it. I was like, don't record. best friends and our dads grew up where crane cordons and I met you first on torch and we swung back and forth on the health center porch this is not this is not this is not the end we got a ways to go my oldest friend this is just this is just this is just the start every end is a beginning every ending is an arm So we hiked in Alaska and we started sedge And we took 66 to California sedge And I taught English 9 at your old high school While you were busy riding, keeping Southbridge cool This is not, this is not, this is not the end We got a ways to go, my oldest friend This is just, this is just, this is just the start Every end is a beginning Every ending is an arm So we started 2020 with a great new thing And a big pandemic took a mighty swing But we wrote 12 songs and recorded two Now no more covers is what we do This is not, this is not, this is not the end Got a ways to go, my oldest friend. This is just, this is just, this is just the start. Every end is a beginning, every ending is an arm. This is not, this is not, this is not the end. Got a ways to go, my oldest friend. This is just, this is just, this is just the start. Every end is a beginning, every ending is an arm. This is not, this is not, this is not the end You got a ways to go, my oldest friend This is just, this is just, this is just the start Every end is a beginning, every ending is an arm Perfect. Great recording. <laughs> this is really 
good. So if the last few days are any indicator, I don't think I'm going to listen to any more songs for the rest of my life. Any different songs. <laughs> just on repeat? This song It's is- just been on repeat. I may know all the words already. Chris, I love this song. It's just an amazing gift, you know? And you are a really good gift giver. And I feel like this, to me, just felt like... When I heard it, I always... I got to say, I always love, like, the moment when I get to listen to your song. You know, usually uh-huh. usually it's, like, after I've done mine. And it's I, I always love it just to be like, ooh, I get to finally hear what he's been working on, you know? But this one, I just, like... Like from from the very beginning, you know, I kind of knew there was going to be something different and special about it. So I love this. Good. It was meant to be sort of a gift to you. And um, it was super fun to make as well. So uh, a nice way to sort of, you know, end our podcast. I think. Yeah, it was perfect. You know, it's just it's totally a friendship song. And, you know. I don't know, but it also seems to like follow a timeline in some ways. Mm -hmm. If it feels a little bit like a coming of age story in a way. Yeah, you know, I as many people I think during quarantine, um, you know, Fiona Apple's album came out, what was it, in March? What's the title of the album? I totally forget. Oh. Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when that album came out, I, I think it's a great album, and especially the song Shamika, which I think is the second track, has this sort of quality where she kind of goes through, you know, what seems to be like maybe middle school and this like middle school bully um, and it's kind of this coming of age. And I kind of wanted to follow a chronology and kind of go back right to our grandparents and then follow up to to our present day. So I thought it was kind of fun to write, you know, each verse was like a different time period and moves totally. up to present day. Um, yeah. I know for me listening to it, it just like also made me realize how much we've kind of done together, you know? Yeah. And just the ways like our lives have overlapped in funny ways, like just the whole like that Chris did teach at my old high school you know, even though we're like we're from like 10 hours away from each other, you know, we grew up yeah. like far away. You know, I know in our first episode, we kind of talked about how we first did songwriting together at the end of 2008 when we were driving across the U.S. and we wrote a song every day. Did any of those songs inspire this one? Totally. I mean, there's the there's a little, uh, you know, reference to it with the Route 66 mm-hmm. in there. But I think I was definitely trying to capture some of the fun quality of those songs, which were you know, kind of silly songs and kind of in the moment. And so I kind of wanted to replicate a little bit of that quality. And especially with the the verse that ends with like, no more covers is what we do. Yeah. Sort of like, a that's a, like a little bit of a camp nod too, yeah. right? Like, you know, a little bit silly and, and kind of fun. Yeah, totally. And it's like, sometimes it's also just easier to write things when they are about something so specific, you know, like, yeah. Like, I think on that trip, it was like almost easy to write songs because it was like, it's going to be about our day. So the one that made me like just laugh so hard, there was there's plenty of like inside jokes kind of in references here. But like for me, it was keeping Southbridge cool. Do you remember what that <laughs> you, like? Can you talk about what 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 that was all about? Yes. <laughs> so Hadley, you were working. You were a journalist in Southbridge. right? Yeah, my first journalism uh, for the job. newspaper. Yeah. And Massachusetts. Uh, and we we found these emails too where we were writing back and forth of. <laughs> You know, you living in Southbridge, but, you know, when you first moved, you were, like, explaining, like, how it's like to live in this very small town. Yeah, so then I made you, like, a, a music mix on a CD and then sent it in the mail. Yeah. And it was uh, it was the Keeping Southbridge Cool Mix. So it was kind of, like, my first real, like, post-college job. And I had, like, a ton of hope for it. And it just was, like, 
the worst place. Like, and I'm like a really pretty positive person, but it was just like, oh my god, what am I doing here? That 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 CD, that mix CD that Chris made me, like those songs coincide with that time in Southbridge, which was quite short. I only lasted six months there, but yeah, like keep Southbridge cool just was hilarious because it was like so uncool, and like we even like signed yeah. our emails like. Had like keeping Southbridge cool, Robinson. You know, <laughs> my favorite line of your song was the chorus, which is, you know, this is just the start. Every end is a beginning. Every ending is an art. Uh, because it's a beautiful line and sentiment, and it's also very similar to a line from my song, but I think it has like a a different tone and like a flip tone. Mm. Which the the line in my song is, "Be careful what you wish for. The end is just another start." How did you come up with that line? And yeah, what do you think about the ways we both kind of put that differently? I think when I wrote this, I was thinking a lot about our podcast and how our podcast is ending after a year and thinking about the idea of a beginning as being something new that could start. We've done various sort of projects together. And so, you know, part of me was thinking like what the next potential project could be. And even then thinking that last part of every ending is an art in the sense of like, you know, every ending has some quality to it that, you know, either ends abruptly or comes back to the beginning, mm. kind of circles back. So there's kind of an art to mm. an ending. And then also trying to play a little bit on the fact that we wrote all these songs, right? We created this quote unquote yeah. art. I, th- I think it's interesting as you read your lines out loud, I hadn't really noticed the beginning part, which is the be careful what you wish for, which feels like kind of an ominous, like almost like a threat, right? <laughs> like that the ending can bring you back to the beginning, right? Or that you might kind of right, a beginning, right, where you might kind of uh not want to necessarily be at that beginning. That just made me think right. about the difference between the two. Yeah, and I think it it just shows the like sort of difference of how we approach this topic too is like I feel like a lot of um friends have talked have talked to me about how like when you're not in a relationship, you're kind of like wanting this relationship, wanting this to happen, mm. feeling like it's going to solve all your problems. You know, and that like, okay, the moment that this happens, everything's going to be okay, And like and like that's the end, you know. But really, it's like, no, then you just have a whole new challenge, you know, and and a whole new set of things you have to work on and work with. It's not necessarily like everything's easier. Right. It's just a different step in the journey, kind of, you know, that makes sense. So that's that's kind of where the line came from with me. Yeah, it's basically like a negative spin and a positive spin. <laughs> right. It's funny because I was thinking about the the topic or the theme of end. I didn't want to focus on something being sad. And so I think that's where I thought, you know, every end results in some type of beginning of something. And so trying to put that positive spin on it as opposed to um, thinking about totally. that ending of something being negative. Yeah, I feel like you were really like reassuring you know in a way like i i feel like that song i felt like you were reassuring me like it's just don't worry we're gonna <laughs> there'll be something else but you know i had to keep my emo vibe so that's why i had to write what i had to write <laughs> your your rom emo what is it rom emo no emo rom dance emo rom dance yeah your emo rom dance vibe yeah emo rom dance vibe yeah you gotta say it though like that's my emo rom dance vibe it's my emo rom dance vibe oh How's yeah that? that's great <laughs> Yeah. I need to add an echo in post. Right. Your eyes are kind of like closed a little bit and you open them at the last second. I think you've you've found really interesting ways to use sound and like creative mm. ways to use sound throughout, like bringing in 
protest stuff, bringing in speeches, um, looking through the Library of Congress for things. One of my favorite things that you've done over the year is try out a lot of different genres and different sort of um, ways to create songs. Um, And I think it's been really fun to listen to the things that you've made, you know, from your bird song where you had, you know, your little rap that you did (laughs) and, you know, your pop song, the most recent one. Um, But also really cool to work with you and to um, see you try out things with the different electronic tools um, and to be able to, you know, text with you or, or answer messages as we're trying to figure out, like, how to use different equipment, I think has been really fun. Okay, it's time to share our final voicemail with you all. Hi, Hadley and Chris. This is Marcy Terry, Teo and Tobin calling from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and we are calling in to let you know how much we love listening to your podcast. Yeah, and it's kind of mind-blowing because you guys have been such a beacon of light for us uh, through these last few pandemic months. We've enjoyed listening to them as a family. So we just want to say thank you for being creative and sharing your creative vibes with us. Uh, the boys have actually gained a lot of inspiration from hearing your songs. Teo, you want to drop a beat for everybody? Here we go, bud. Killing it, dude. And Tobin? I like your very great songs. Also dropping them beats. So you can see a lot of inspiration all around. Um, thank you again for everything that you do. We look forward to your songs uh, every month and your stories and your laughter. Love you guys. Love you guys. Wow. Clearly music really runs in the family, Chris. Yeah. Loving all those beats that were dropped. Clearly some love coming my way from family. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Thanks, guys. We love your voicemail and we love so much uh, that you've been enjoying and listening to it. And it just like makes me think about all the people that like like, you know, Terry and Marcy and Teo and Tobin, who've just really supported us through the project. You know, I know it's like meant tons to me to get feedback and encouragement. You know, people who are who have just month by month, you know, listen to what we're putting out in the world. Yeah, I think for me, it's been such a motivator to have feedback from people, whether it's a little message on Facebook or um, a text message or a drawing. I was thinking about how different this project would have been if we just went with like our original plan was that we were just going to each write a song every month and share it with each other and not make a podcast. Yeah, no, nobody would have heard our music. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and to me, it just did matter, you know, that people heard it and connected to it. Otherwise, I think it might have just been like a journal entry for me almost, you know, of just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just doing something for only for myself. And it, and, and it helps me want to keep doing better, you know, that, that, that you're out there enjoying it or, or listening to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think that's true of all sort of art that I create or things that I write. You know, the audience mm-hmm. is so important and they impact the way that the piece of art is interpreted and enjoyed. And so I think the audience is maybe the most important part. It felt a lot more fulfilling. I think, too, having the audience not only made me feel motivated to make something every month, um, but also added a layer of accountability, too. You know, it was very motivating to do this with you, too, and to do this with another person. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. because that way the, the process was so shared, yeah. you know? Yeah, that the, the, the line of your song, like, no more covers is what you do, which I know <laughs> is, like, silly, but it's kind of true, you know? It's like... 
put us, it's made us in touch constantly. Yeah. You know, because it's like, like, I remember I, I went backpacking this summer and I was like, oh, I need to tell Chris. Because, like, if he, like, he, he might freak out if, if I, like, don't respond for 10 yeah, days. Yeah, you did. You were like, know? I'm like, just letting you know I will be out of uh, range for 10 days. And so I have been working on my song ahead of time to make sure that it's prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally felt like you were like my business partner, but like, like it's art. So but yeah, it's but like awesome. unpaid. Um, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think you know, just adding on to what you were saying, that idea of like we were constantly in that process and then restarting that process every month, and so you know that involved texting each other and having phone conversations and planning things out and yeah. checking in on each other, like how's the writing coming? Have you started that sort of stuff? You know, we would we would be like. I've got one verse. Blah, blah, blah. I have some ideas, but I don't have the music yet. I have the, you know, like I've only I've only brainstormed. You know, it was nice to sort of have somebody to like bounce that off of and to who who cared. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I just don't think it would have been nearly as satisfying to like just do this project on your own. Yeah. You know? This was like this was really a good, you know, jump start for me to kind of get back into that process because I'd been out of it for so long. So I really appreciate how it forced me back into that space and and allowed me to, you know, create 12 songs. Like, you created, we made 24 songs total. Yeah. So that's uh, was, a lot. I, I guess I've been waiting to tell you this, because at the beginning, I was like, the first few months of the podcast, I was like, I'm just doing this to make Chris write more music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was like, saying yeah. to myself, I'm only doing this so that I'll write more music. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Like, Chris released, like, an album in, like, 2006 or something. Yeah. Five? Six, yeah. And like and like you put a few things out there in that decade, but then it's like been nothing. So yeah. for all of his many fans, right. it's been a long wait. It's been a long wait. <laughs> now there's something out there. Um, but yeah, there will be something else. Thanks for joining us for our final episode of No More Covers. We are truly grateful you came on this journey with us. And never forget, everybody's an artist. This is not, this is not, this is not the end. we got a ways to go, my oldest friend. This is just, this is just, this is just the start. Every end is a beginning, every ending is an art.